episode 171. And now, here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution, it's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, hey, welcome back everybody around the globe to the Dharmic Evolution. It's the Storyteller series. Haven't done one of these in a while. So I was kind of thinking like, what should I present today? And, um, you know, Connected keeps coming up. And it's, I think, the eighth track on the Gratitude album. And I actually use this as my parting theme song um, for each and every episode because it has so many... um, parallel connections to all kinds of things like that have happened to me and um you know the the gratitude album was actually kicked off with this song connected i think it was the first song that we recorded and i didn't even know there was going to be an album but um you know there's a long story that goes with this this song which is pretty fascinating and um i'm going to get into that in just a couple of minutes but um you know, we, we kind of labored on this because there was a possible movie in the works and there was a book out and, um, you know, I'll save all the juicy details, but I remember laboring over this song and, you know, rewrote it a whole bunch of times, changed the key a couple of times and, uh, you know, just kept plugging away at it. And I was very, very happy with the, um, final results that we got. So, um, You know, don't go anywhere. Right after this word, we're going to get right into Connected. Oh, yeah. Are you a singer-songwriter, author, speaker, or thought leader? Have you been looking for a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency has exactly what you are looking for. Find out how we write and produce big, amazing songs on Music Row for authors, Speakers, thought leaders, and organizations like nonprofit and corporations. We also help singer songwriters and artists by giving them a platform on Dharmic Evolution, a podcast designed specifically to broadcast your global career, now in 71 countries and with more than 161 episodes of artists all over the world from all genres. We know how to reach your target audience. Are you a dreamer like James? Then reach out today to James at the jamesoconnoragency.com and find out how we can help your global career. Yeah, that's my dear friend, Susan Moranti. I just love when she says, are you a dreamer like James? <laughs> hey, check out episode 163. That's my friend Susan Morandi from Down Under in Sydney, Australia. Yeah, she's a, she's an incredible artist. You'll you'll love that show. So uh, getting back to uh, what I wanted to talk about a little bit today. Before I get into the Connected, though, some really cool things happening. Um, the last uh, few weeks, we've had some wonderful guests on this show um, I told you about Susan, but we also had Jenny Vinatieri from Colorado Springs, Colorado. And uh, <clears throat> Jenny is the queen of Instagram. You got to check her out. Episode 165, really, really slamming, slamming content like you can't believe. Um, and then we had Linda Gambino. 
And uh, Linda is from Roma, Italy, and she's touring around uh, Italy right now, I think around Europe, and uh, she's got some really killer songs also, um, So and two Italian ladies back-to-back. How did that happen? I don't know. Um, and then we had alumni professor Scott Geller from Virginia Tech University, uh, episode 168, and had a stellar conversation with Scott about all kinds of things. Uh, we discussed the horrible shooting tragedy that um, happened at Virginia Tech University way, way back when. It's got to be like 12 years ago or something. And um, talked about, you know, the reasons, the causes, and got into a whole um, idea about that. And uh, he had some really amazing things to share with us. So check that out and find out all about um, uh, VTech University, the students there and what they're doing and what's going on. Then we had, um, Joy Villa. Yes. My guest from a few years back, Joy was, uh, like two and a half years ago, she was on this show. <clears throat> so she was only the second ever artist who was to repeat on this show. We've only had two artists. One was Susan Moranti. And the other was Joy Villa. So Joy tells us all about how she went from, you know, a working, a hardworking indie artist who toured 25 countries a year on her own. And suddenly she is all over the red carpet. Her album goes to number one on multiple charts and she's in the White House meeting the Trumps. <laughs> it's an amazing interview. You'll really love this. That's DE169. And then we have uh, Chara Rodriguera. So uh, Chara was on my show last week and just released a new book. It's called Breathe and it's a book of poems and Chara is a very, very special lady. I think you should tune in and check out that episode. Really, really amazing. And for those of you who have signed up on, um, you know, and put in comments on the uh, iTunes, uh, really appreciate the ratings and reviews. A lot of people have been signing up and uh, putting in some reviews there. And I, I really appreciate that. And the artists who are on this show get to benefit from that. So I, I can't thank you enough for that. So let's get back into the story of Connected. Um, this was 2015 when um, I had finished up my album, Geography of the Soul, and I was marketing that and thinking about another record and hadn't really moved in, you know, too quickly towards doing anything yet. But um, I was trying to figure out, you know, doing some things for my bio. And, you know, for anybody who's an artist out there, you know what it is royal pain in the ass it is to write your own bio <laughs> so i was doing some searching on google um and i came across this gentleman i hadn't seen in years no decades this was amazing and his name is larry formato and he was living of all places in nashville where i was heading in a few weeks so uh, I reached out to him and we kind of touched base and he said, hey, let, let's grab dinner and, and, and catch up. What have you been doing all these years? And um, so when we met for dinner, he had this book called Connected. It was a black and white book. And I had my newly released album, Geography of the Soul, in black and white. So we exchanged... <laughs> our um, intellectual properties as, as gifts and, and just sat down and had dinner and kind of caught up and wow it was lo and behold he had he had he had been a very very successful penny stockbroker early in his career he had like 
I don't know, he had like five or six brokerage houses. Like by the time he was 30 years old, I mean, he was really doing, he was like the wolf of Wall Street. So he wrote this book, Connected. So I sat with him and uh, I said, Larry, you know what you need is you need a song for your book. Uh, We need to brand this thing. So this was July 3rd, 2015. So I went back to my hotel. The next day, I sat poolside all day and I read his book. And I immediately wrote a song called Connected, which reflected the um, experiences he had with the stock market, with being in prison, with finding, um, you know, uh, like being consoled by the Lord. And, um, you know, he actually, you know, received Christ into his life and it saved him from some medical traumas. And, you know, it's a whole long story, which I won't go into all the details, but you know, he was in witness protection after that and ended up in Nashville, um, of all places, where I had been spending so much time recording. So that kind of kicked off um, the idea of, hey, uh, would you like this song for, at the time, they were talking about a movie for this book. They had a movie option. And they were they circulated this trailer where they had James Kahn and... Um, who is it? Sheila, Sheila LeBeouf, I think it is. And Sean Penn was going to play one of the tough guys. And so they had like a, like a whole, you know, wall of stars that were thrown in for this thing. Um, and they apparently had the money allocated. And so um, around this time, I had already demoed the song and sent it to him. And he loved it. He played it for his mother, his, for his sister, and they all loved the song. So what I was trying to do is get him to throw in to um, be a part of this as far as, uh, you know, the recording and everything, you know, front the cost for the recording. But that never happened. And I just said to myself, wow, you know what? If there's a chance to get this thing into a movie, I'm going for it, man. And I said, worst case scenario, I'll have a I'll have a song done for my new record, Gratitude. So right around that time, we we started to record the the record, and the whole movie thing died. Like I was in touch with the uh, the talent agent for the movie. I was in touch with the script writer in L.A. All these people I had talked to, and the thing just went away. And Larry went away. <laughs> I don't know where. I think he ended up in Florida, and I just never heard from him again. So. Um, I had hoped that this would be like a song for the big screen, and that's how I wrote it. I wrote it with, you'll hear at the end, when I play this song, um, you'll hear how it has a, a back-end part. It, like it goes into almost like it's it's fading out, and then it comes back again, because I kept imagining sitting in a chair in front of the silver screen with this song playing. So when my imagination was running, I said, yeah, this this is how this has got to sound. And um, I was very pleased with um, with the record when we finally finished it. I mean, we went, went through a bunch of iterations of rewrites, as I said earlier, and um, key changes and just kept, kept going at it until it felt right. And um, the guys playing on it were amazing and really just had a great time with this song. And I want to delve more into the details in just a moment. Have you connected with your gratitude today? I think I have something that will help inspire you. It's the brand new release from James Kevin O'Connor. 
Gratitude, recorded on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee with producer Kim Copeland and team, is James' third full-length album in four years. Ten amazing songs, each one a different story about the emotions, journeys and experiences that you and I have lived. Songs like Dreamer, Jesus Teaches, Tango On and 51 Shades of Grey. And of course, the title track, Gratitude. Pick up the brand new CD today with amazing artwork and photography at iTunes, CD Baby and Amazon. Or simply go to jameskevinoconnor.com for your download right now. Send someone that you love a copy of Gratitude today. It might be exactly what they need in their life right now. Gratitude, the new release by James Kevin O'Connor. So enter Nashville. Um, Started talking to Kim Copeland about the song. What are we going to do with this thing? And, you know, we kind of like, Kim had the brilliant idea of adding a dobro into this. So Glenn Duncan with his mastery comes in. And um, this thing went down really, really quickly um, in the beginning. And we kind of had the framework for it. And then, you know, as I said, I did a lot of iterations after that. But we kind of got the got the genie in the bottle rather quickly and said, wow, this is, this is really a cool, you know, thing that's happening here. And I remember Wayne Killius was on the drums and Wayne turned to me, he goes, you know, this has like a, you know, it almost like a big English rock feel to it, like in the eighties or something. And I said, okay, go for it. You know, and he had this big, like, you know, we wanted the drums big and Wayne just approached it that way. He's got a killer, left foot too with his uh, or right foot for this um you know his kick drum is just amazing you'd think the guy was 400 pounds and he's like he's got to be like 155 pounds this guy and uh he just had such a good feel for this and then you know the other thing of course um you know james mitchell on guitar and playing off of Glenn Duncan or vice versa, who was on the Dobro, you know, they were kind of trading back and forth parts. I don't even know how, you know, the symmetry of this thing is always so, um, it's just so amazing to me. Like how did, how did these guys, you know, you'd think that they, they were wired in with headsets and they're talking to each other, but it's not done that way. It's all just nonverbal communication through music. And that's the coolest part about being in the studio when you're with these skilled and amazing musicians, how they bring all this together. So, um, you know, we had, um, you know, Jim Hyatt on the bass, of course, the rock. Jim is just such a solid, solid bass player. He's just amazing. And he knows how to, how to uh, frame a song so well. And we had uh, Paul Hollowell on keyboards and piano for this one as well. So... You know, really, really cool. Kim with the idea of the Dobro, and we all just kind of said, all right, let's go in and see what we can do with this. And, um, you know, the whole thing was mostly Dobro and guitar and and a voice. And, of course, you know, we got keys and everything else in there. But um, the, the magic of the song started to come to light after we finally got the key straightened out. And I took forever on the vocal. I think I came back to my studio and did the vocal like a hundred times before before I got it to uh, to where it was like, you know, reasonably decent, I thought. 
And because it was a, a song that had to be sung with a special emotion, and um, I think I finally finally captured that after many, many, many takes. Wait a minute, there's no piano in this song? I just realized that. I, I was thinking about it, but Paul did a masterful job on the strings on this. And um, I also remember, like, when we did the carryover from, you know, the A part, which was, you know, the, the basic song, to the, and I call it the credit section, because I could see in my mind on the silver screen the credits rolling when uh, the song kind of fades and dies out. And then it's just acoustic guitar with Glenn playing there. And then I said, you know, it needs something else. So I kind of labored over trying to find like a really cool keyboard sound, something very ethereal um, to bridge that gap, to help tie, you know, that section back and bring the band back in without it just being too sparse and naked, you know, because it was just one simple acoustic strumming, which was kind of a cool dynamic, but it was just not enough. And then uh, I also had to try to compliment what Paul was playing, like stay out of his way, because he was playing some beautiful riffs on the uh, strings. So that all worked out rather well. Um, I drove Kelly a little crazy with that, because I mixed a couple of different synths together with a ton of effects on it to get that big rolling sound. So, um, you know, we finally got that together, and that was kind of the icing on the cake. So that was a real fond memory. Okay, so we finally get the song done. We mix it for, I don't know how many, we did a lot of mixes on this thing because we just kept coming back. And, uh, you know, we did that end part, uh, which was really, really cool in the studio and just couldn't seem to find the right mix until I think like the third or fourth mix, we finally got it. Um, and great work by uh, Kelly James Schoenfeld on this as well. Kelly always does a masterful job on uh, what he's doing. And, of course, Brian Foraker on the mastering. Way to go, Brian. Yeah, that was um, cool. Oh, and by the way, I'm just looking this up. Brian Foraker, if you ever want to hear, like, stories about rock stars, about, like, 38 Special and Yes and Jefferson Starship and Hart. <laughs> Brian has Brian has the lock on this, man. He was on the show a couple years ago, and I was just mesmerized with the stories he had, the experiences he had. You know, can you imagine being in the studio with, with Yes and, you know, watching them put these amazing records together? I'm just scrolling through right now, and I'm, I'm looking for uh, his episode uh, so I can share it with you. Um, oh, here it is, DE22. Check this one out. So if you guys like those kind of stories about, you know, I couldn't even, like he sent me over a, a resume, like his past, and there was like three pages of all the kind of rock stars I just mentioned, all the, like the biggest, best, baddest, Santana, I mean, you name it, they, you know, they were on his resume. He, he's worked with everybody. And then he uh, relocated to Nashville and set up his mastering operation. He does, I think he does some production and some mixing too, uh, a little bit of everything, but he's the man. He's the master man. So anyway, he did a, an a amazing job on mastering the entire record. He's done all my work, actually. Um, you know, he comes from the analog background, so he understands technology, both combining the analog and digital worlds, and does it really, really well. 
So we ended up with this cool song, Connected. And, you know, it's kind of like I used it as the theme song for for this show because um, at the end, I feel like I am connected to my guest, to whoever that artist is who came on the show or that author or, um, you know, whoever that person is or whatever their profession is. You spend an hour with somebody and you get to know them pretty well and know about their world. So you feel like you are connected. So connected has, um, you know, has a bunch of uh, duplicitous meanings. It's it's kind of like you're connected in many ways. You're connected to God and family. You're connected to people. You're connected to your career, your passion, your music, you know, so we're all connected in many, many ways. So the song has... Um, you know, it's it's not it's not an overly simplistic um, methodology. When you think about it, it's got many many uses and many many paradigms. Um, so we we are all connected, baby. It's just a wonderful thing. And the last point I wanted to make about uh, this song was, you know, things happen. Um, you you keep putting seeds in the ground. You know, whether they're songs or they're ideas or they're things in your business or whatever it is, um, oftentimes you don't know what the later on ramifications of these actions are going to be until it's like time passes. You know, it has to have a fertilization period, a period of gestation. Um, You got to water it and just wait for it. That's the hardest part for most of us, right? Having the patience. So what happened with Connected was, that was really the very first song that I wrote for an author, which turned into the James O'Connor Agency uh, two years later. And what we do is we have a specialty of writing songs for authors, speakers, and thought leaders, writing the songs and then producing them on on um, on uh, Music Row with uh, my dear friend and producer Kim Copeland and team, which is all the people you hear playing on this track. So you just never know where something is going to come from or go to. And it's so nice to see it like unfold, like the petals of a flower. It's like, wow, look at this thing now. It looked ugly, you know, two weeks ago, but man, it looks, it's looking really good now. So this song has served so many purposes. It's a, a theme song for a book. It's a theme song for a movie if it ever happens and this gets selected. And it's also the outro music for the Dharmic Evolution um, theme song. At the end of each show, we play this. So uh, it serves a lot of purposes. So, so glad that God gave me this song to write and kind of pointed me in the direction to say, hey, just have faith, go ahead and write it, put it out there, and we'll see what can happen. And just want to thank everybody for supporting this show. You got us up into the top 10 in iTunes this week. We were actually at number three earlier in the week, and I think we're at number 10 today as of this broadcast. Hey, if you are an uh, indie singer-songwriter and you'd like to be a guest on this show, go to dharmicevolution.com, the guest tab. Fill out your assets. Um, send it in and we'll see if we can get you a spot. You must be a working musician, either in the studio, on the road. You must have a mailing list. This is for serious-minded musicians only, uh, singer-songwriters primarily, but we'll entertain anybody who's of the performing arts. 
Hey, that's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, or I'll see you from the stage. We try.